Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It is Tuesday morning, and that means it's time for Tuesdays with Tatas, January 3rd, 2023. And we had a, we ended up having kind of a busy day. We were working out in the shop and exercising and, and doing a bunch of stuff, and the dogs were having trouble because it's cold and frozen outside. And, and uh, Tata and I did not get Tuesdays with Tata recorded. We had a plan to get that done and it did not come to pass. But as it turns out, um, one year ago today, January 3rd, 2021, Tata and I released a podcast episode that was about how we can know. In my, my last book, I've seen the interview, Faith, Doubt, and the Things We Think We Know. Sometimes we get in trouble because the things we think we know don't turn out to be true, and that shatters our worldview if we don't have faith, and it can really mess us up. And the the, the new book, Hope is the First Dose, I had just finished writing it. A year ago, and Tata had read one of the, the the first draft to give me some advice and to give me his thoughts about it. We sat down and had a conversation about knowledge, what we can know, and what faith is. and And uh, it's amazing how one year ago today the river was frozen. We were talking about swans and geese and bad weather, and we were talking about lots of painful things that are on the prayer wall. And it's exactly the conversation pretty much that we were going to have yesterday. We're in the middle of this devastating winter storm. The river's frozen. Um, the dogs fell through the ice on Sunday. It was really scary trying to get them out of the ice. There was a wounded goose in the river and, and the, the dogs, he was close to our side of the bank and the dogs were going nuts and, and we couldn't get them back. And they tried to get out there to get him and both of them crashed into the water and we got them back. And it was, it was scary. I thought we were going to lose Harvey for sure there for a little bit but we got him back and he was limping because his foot was so cold and all that and um first goose i've ever shot in my life because this poor thing had a broken wing and a broken leg and and i uh, just had to had to put him out of his misery um it was a crazy time but then to think that a year ago today we were talking about the same stuff that we're talking about today kind of reminded me of how solomon said there's nothing new under the sun so friend if you feel like your life is just is just this endless series of things. It is. I mean, the, the, there's only so many things that people can encounter in life. And the reason that we have hope is that God says there's coming a time when things are going to be better. There's coming a time when things are going to be set right. The tears will be dried and, and all the fear and anxiety and all that will be assuaged. And you'll understand why you were here. There's coming a time. And I was reading yesterday in John 10.10 10, when Jesus said, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly. And and just for the first time, this math equation kind of popped off the page and right into my eyes. A is greater than SKD. A is greater than SKD. I did a post on Instagram about this yesterday. A, Dr. Lee Warren on Instagram, D-R-L-E-E-W-A-R-R-E-N, if you're not following. Same as on Twitter and Facebook, Dr. Lee Warren. Um, but I, I did a post and I explained this math formula from John 10.10. 10. A, abundance, is greater than SKD, steal, kill, and destroy. Abundance that Jesus wants to offer you is greater than the steal, kill, and destroy, even though you're going to have both in your life. And if it feels like your life's been trapped in this loop of the steal and kill and destroy frozen river wasteland part, just know that at the same time, you can also have his abundance and his abundance will lead you to faith that will handle those times when life shatters the things you think you know.
Okay, so I just want to encourage you as we get started. We're going to play this episode from one year ago today. I accidentally released it on a Monday last year. It was a big funny thing. I set the clock up wrong, and the episode came out Tuesdays. So Tata came out on a Monday. But as it turns out, there's a little providence in that because this episode is going to speak right into what we're talking about. And then Tata and I'll be back with you with a brand new episode, Lord willing, next week. We've got the content already. We just haven't recorded it yet. I got an email yesterday from a woman in Australia. Her name is Nina. Um, I won't give you too many details, but. She just basically shared how the podcast and this community have have encouraged her and kindled a faith. Her family's gone through a devastating situation with a medical malpractice issue, and one of her children has been really hurt, and there's been some depression and suicidal ideation and multiple family members, and it's just been a difficult time for them. And she said that she found some hope and some light and some things she could grab onto from us talking about Jesus here on this podcast. And that friend, that's the whole point. That's the reason we're here. Nina, this whole community is going to be praying for you today. Friend, pray for Nina and her family in Australia. She's your sister and she's going through a really hard time. She's hurting and she needs the light of knowing that lots of us are praying for her and for her kids and her family. So Nina, we're with you. We love you. And we are with you. Thank you for writing in. And, um, we're grateful that the words that we're speaking out into the ether every day are helping you. But the reason that they're helpful is because we're talking about how we can get our minds under control, friends, because God gave us this incredible brain and the ability to selectively use the parts of it that will help us look more like him, pursue him, hold on to hope, even when knowledge says that it's lost, right? And today's Tuesdays with Tata episode is going to put us back in that place of understanding what it means to really know, even when life seems to say no to the things that we think we know. Friend, this is a great episode. I'm so excited to bring it back to you. And it's just like last year. Rivers frozen, geese and swans are out there. Coyotes are walking across the river brazenly in the daylight. And it's just uh, it's one of those things. And if you've got some, some struggles in your life, get out on the prayer wall, wleewarnmd.com slash prayer, and let us know what's going on. Leave me a voicemail, speakpipe.com slash drleewarn. Send us an email, lee at drleewarn.com. There's lots of ways to get in touch, and we're here for you. We love you, friend. Don't forget, you can't change your life until you change your mind. We're going to do that in just a minute. At the end of this episode, we're going to play my friend Tommy Walker's song, I See the Lord, and it's a, a great way to finish this episode. But in the meantime... Lisa is going to tell us the good news, and that is that no matter what you're going through, you can change your life, and you can change your mind, and you can start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith, and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it, and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is, you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. 
Hey, my friend, it's Sunday afternoon here in Nebraska. It's frozen outside, and I've got my main man, Tata, here with me. Hey, Tata. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Man, the weather's been amazing, hasn't it? It has. Uh, today, I looked out and saw the river flowing. Yesterday, we could not see it flowing. Solid but we ice. knew that it was. That's right. We saw a remarkable thing yesterday. We looked down river and saw, I think it was seven trumpeter swans. Yes. Sleeping on the ice. Yes. <laughs> curled up in a little ball. Yes. I, at first, we thought it was, was a snowdrift. Yeah. We got the scope out. And, I mean, not many people on this planet get to see wild swans sleeping in their backyard. Type no, of that's correct. Pretty amazing. That's an amazing gift. What a blessing. Yeah, on New Year's Day, too. So, friend, I hope you had a great holiday, Christmas, New Year's season, and uh, we did. We had some good times here with our family, and... Just enjoyed being with you, Tata. Yeah, thank you. Good to be here as well. Yeah. And Tata just finished reading a book. I did. <laughs> What'd you read? I read your book. My new book, Hope <laughs> is the First Dust. Yeah. So you think it should get published, Tata? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, it is uh, it is well written, uh, and it speaks to you. Uh, it spoke to me, and I think that it will speak to many, many people. Because one of the things that we know that, uh, yes, we're all fellow travelers, but we, always, we all have different loads. That's right. Different burdens. That's right. And so we, and it depends on how you carry them, I guess. That's right. <clears throat> well, I, I wanted to cover the ground of, you know, I've seen the interview talked about that we survived mm. a hard thing in our family and, and how you can survive a hard thing. This book really talks about all of us together and how we do that. Like, what's the mechanism of how that, we do that? That's right. And one of the things that you cannot lose is hope. That's right. Hope is everything. Well, Tata, you got something you want to talk about today, right? Uh, yes. Uh, it, is a, it is a question that, uh, that I've thought about many times, but um, and I, I don't know that I'm capable of giving an answer to the question, but uh, and I, I'll, take, I'll call your attention to uh, Job, um, uh, Job 19, we're in verse 21. Okay. And Job says, I know my Redeemer lives. And my question was, how did, I, did Job know? But think about this. Um, God, Satan presented himself. Mm-hmm. With God's angels, that's right. He was walking among them, yeah. and God singled him out and asked him a question: "Where'd you come from?" And then God says to Satan, "Have you considered my servant Job?" And it is, um, and he said, and God, God Himself said something about him that is so profound. God said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. Wow. No one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright. A man who fears God, fears God and shuns evil. Cool. So, so think about crazy. that just a minute. How did, how, did, how did Job know that his Redeemer lived? I suggest to you that, that Job... Had had the Holy Spirit. I think so. And the Holy Spirit revealed that to him. Yeah. Because Job, even when his children 
they were they were accustomed to having feasts, and, and and Job always held them up and sent for them and had them purified and offered sacrifices for offered sacrifices for them just in case they had sinned. Yeah, perhaps because in case they had sinned, that's right. But but Satan said something. Keep this in mind too. Satan said something to God also. Will take everything he's got, and he will curse you to your face. Mm. And he and Job did not. No, he did not. So, and, and and I know that that we know things. And how do we know things? A lot of us, uh, a lot of us know things by the, solve, solve, the scientific problem solving process, by empirical data. Yeah. And we know one and one is equal to two. And, and, and so forth and so on. But God, Job knew that his Redeemer lived. Yeah. And he also said that he knew that he was, his Redeemer would stand on the earth. And he knew that he would see God. He said, Job said himself, I know I will see God. Yeah. But, um, so, and, and, and so that leads us, leads us forward to, to try to understand how we can know that our Redeemer lives. Yeah. And John, and John, the Gospel of John, in, in chapter twenty, and, and, and verse thirty, um, John gives us a purpose and a reason for that. Write, him writing the book, and listen to what he said. He said uh, that uh, Jesus did many other miracles and signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not recorded in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that, is, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. Wow. So that's, that's a, that is something that we have to settle in our own hearts. But John revealed to us who Jesus Christ was and what he did. But and the reason he did was so that we may believe. That's right. So we may believe that Jesus, and that we may believe that Jesus is. But then, and also, uh, looking at another Looking at John, and John wrote John 1, 2, and 3. But looking at John uh, chapter 1, in First John chapter 5, uh, he, John gives a reading for why, reason for why he wrote these things. Those three, and if, if you have not spent time in, in those three short passages, or pa- short chapters, please do so, because they are full of nuggets of truth. That, you mean the book of First, Second, and Third John? Uh, yes. Yeah. If you have not spent time, well, I, and I think I said this before, but and the Gospel of John is uh, is powerful as well. I think years ago we had a we had a life group, a study group, we met in our home. Mm-hmm. We spent two years in John. <laughs> I believe it. And, uh, and and I don't know how many times we started it or restarted it, but uh, John John and and in First John chapter five verse thirteen, he said, "I write these things to you." Who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know, so that you may know that you have eternal life. That's right. Think about that. There is confidence. We this is the confidence we have in approaching God that is, if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us, and if we know, He hears us. Mm-hmm. According to, and we ask according to his will, that, and we know that he will hear us, and we know that he will give 
what we have asked for. And then down in, 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 in verse 18, we know that anyone born of God does not continue in sin. Yep. And then in verse uh, 19, we know that we are children of God. We know. Yeah. We know also that the Son of God has come so that we may know him who is true. So when when people, when we talk about knowing, you have have to know what you're knowing is about. That's right. And if we believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, we know that we have eternal life. Yeah. We believe that. And that's where I rest and, and knowledge that that, that I know, I, I, I say that out loud. Uh, God, I know that Jesus Christ is your son. Yeah. And then, when, you, when I think when you do that, that it, it, it gives full range for the Holy Spirit to come upon you. Yeah. And through him and through the Holy Spirit, that you will, we will be, we'll have all, all, we'll understand most things. There are some things that we cannot understand. Yeah. We cannot understand how we can know God, how we can know Jesus. But there, there's one thing that, that, that we have to hold on to. Through that, through that knowledge and that, that coming to faith in, the, in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, it gives us a peace that we, cannot, that we can't explain. We can't, we can't a peace that surpasses all knowledge. Think about that. Surpasses all knowledge. That's right. And it comes through Jesus Christ, and it comes through the Holy Spirit. Right. And all, and and sometimes I think, I think I just begin to get a little light. It's like looking down a long hallway, and you see light coming from under a door, and then it goes away. So, so, but but sometimes I think I have a grasp of it, and then I can say to myself. No, I don't really. It can't be that easy. <laughs> right? It can, though. It, it, it can, and it is. Yeah. Um, because what's going to happen to us, and Jesus himself promises that he would change us. If we have the Holy Spirit living in us, he, he's living in us as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's where knowing comes from. <clears throat> now, do, do we have doubts, fears, and concerns that... Yes, but where do they come from? The devil brings doubts, fears, and concerns that have no merit. That's right. And there is no truth in it. Jesus Christ said he was a liar. He's always been a liar. Um, but I, that, that knowing that, that we have salvation, knowing that, that God knows our name, and they, uh, that, is, that is so profound to me. That, that God would even consider me because there was a time in my life when I said to God, I said, I can't even stand in your shadow. Hmm. Um, I, I, and, but, but now I can say, I'm thankful that you rescued me from myself yeah. and you rescued me from the grip of Satan. But then, I, in, the same, in almost the same breath, I ask him, have mercy on me because I am a sinner. That's right. We will always face sin. We will always face doubts. We will always face concerns. And we will always face trials in this walk. Because, and it's been that way since the garden. Um, but, but we have hope and we know that our Redeemer lives. That's right. Um, 
Reminds me of something, when you talk about Job, way back then, before Jesus came, um, Job says, I know that my Redeemer lives. I know. It reminds me of, in the new book, um, I told a story about a former patient that we called Lucky Chuck. That's not his real name. Yes. But Lucky Chuck, his wife, Wanda, got sick and had metastatic breast cancer. And and she was a person of strong faith. And before she even had the biopsy, she said to Lucky Chuck, Hey, you need to decide what you believe about God Uh. right now. Like You decide what you believe before we find out how bad it is. Before the doctors say they can or cannot cure me. You decide what God is to you right now because there's going to come a time when you really need him, when you really need to believe in Mm -hmm. him. And you need to decide his his ability to help you is not dependent on my diagnosis or my outcome or what happens. And so that's what Job did, right? Job decided before the house fell and killed all his kids that he knew who his Redeemer was. That's right. And let me tell you, friend, Jesus has promised us, he has promised us that in this world we're going to have trouble. We're going to have trouble. And so what I've noticed in all these years of studying hope and hopelessness and and people with cancer and people being around people like us who have lost children and all these things talked about. We're in a club we don't want to be in, but we're That's in right. it. That's right. But one thing I've always noticed is from a scientific standpoint when I've studied it, the thing that has the best predictive value of a person being able to come through and out of a hard thing and still sort of be okay yeah. or sort of have hope or find happiness again, the thing that does that is their ability to separate their circumstances from their faith, hope, happiness, peace Absolutely. of mind. That, so, so that's what Lucky Chuck did. Is what Job you're describing is our ability to say, I know who God is mm-hmm. before the biopsy did, comes right. back. Well, and God, was a, 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 God himself said that no one on the face of the earth is, is like Job. That's right. And Job, look at the things that happened to him. He lost everything he had. Yep. He lost his family. He lost his. He lost all of his uh, his, uh, his wealth, and even his own wife yep. said to him, "Why don't you just curse God and die?" Yeah, just let it go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and there was Job. He was covered with sores from the soles of his feet to the top of his head, mm. and he sat in ashes and scraped himself with broken pottery. Yeah. But he never, lost, never gave up on his faith. No. He decided before all that happened. He did. He, he walked the walk and talked the talk before any of those, any of those tragedies, tragic events happened to him. That's right. Let me tell a couple of other things you said that occurred to me as we're talking. John, so John wrote the Gospel of John. He also wrote 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. And you're right. We need to read those. We don't spend enough time in 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. But two different places... We have insight from the author of those books, inspired by the Holy Spirit, as to why, not just insight, but direct statement of why he wrote those books. So John says in the Gospel of John, I write these things that you may believe. Right? Yes. So what does that tell us? It tells us that one of the ways you can do what Wanda said in terms of deciding what you believe about God before the bad things happen, one of the ways is spend time in God's Word. If you want to know who He is, don't learn it from Benny Hinn on the television. Don't learn it from your pastor on Sunday morning. Those are helpful. Learn it from what God said about Himself in the Word, right? So fill your heart up, fill your mind up with Word 
And those words will come back to you. That's what John, Jesus said to the disciples at the end of his life in, in the Gospel of John, that after I'm gone, the, the, the counselor will remind you yeah. of these things. He right. will remind you. And, that, and it happens all the time with Scripture, friend. It happens when you're, you're in a moment, and all of a sudden a Scripture that you haven't read in years will be crystal clear in your mind. Yeah. And that's God communicating with you that's through right. his word. He's yeah. saying, hey, remember I told you it was going to be yeah. hard in John yeah. sixteen thirty three, and I told you that you can have an abundant life anyway, and I told right. you I was never going to leave you, That's right. and I told you I'm making a place for you, right. and I told you all these things, so he'll remind you. So you can't know if you don't believe, and That's you right. can't believe if you don't read. That's right. You've got to put it in there. But in our humanity, what do we do? We ask questions. Yep. What if? Why me? I read some time ago that... Uh, a person that had gone through some of these things with, with cancer and, and was saying, why me? What did I do wrong? And then finally, they concluded at the end of the, almost at the end of their days, why not me? That's right. Why not me? How can, yeah. how can a person like that ask that kind of question? That's right. Because one of the things that we know, we understand that there's always someone watching us. How we, how we live our lives, how we, how we talk, how we act under these, any, these kind of circumstances where loss is, is effective. But then that's where we must know where we are. That's right. So John tells us we can, that he writes the Gospel of John so we can believe. And he tells us in First John he writes that so we can know we're saved. Yeah, those are the two parts of it. We believe God's going to come through, and we believe He's going to come through and has come through for us mm-hmm. already. That's right. In terms of our eternal yeah. destiny, so we got that set. So don't don't spend a second in the midst of your trial wondering what you believe because you've decided that beforehand. That's like right. That's and right. Don't spend a second wondering if all is lost because you already know it's not. That's right. Even if your body dies, that's right. You know what's going to happen. That's right. It's going to be okay. That's right. Right. That's, and and in part of my and uh, some of my prayers, I pray for people that I don't know, God knows, I don't know if they have, if they believe in Jesus Christ. I don't know if they've ever said, yes, I know that you are the son of God. But then I said to myself, why would I say that? Why don't I say, ask God to help them accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And the Holy Spirit will do that. Accept him. Not just get 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 next to him or acknowledge him, but accept him. Yeah. Define who he is. That's right. He's the son of God. Amen. He is the same redeemer that Job was talking about. And we know who he is. And you know, there's some people right now, Tata, who um, are in that place of having to to fall back on what they know and That's believe. Right. And sometimes it's hard. Yes, uh, a lot of people here on the call <coughs> that we need to talk about. Um, just difficult. So let, let's just lift these things up, Tata. Let, let's let's lift the situations up here on the prayer wall and many others. And we know that it's, it's hard to make that decision to know what you believe. But that's mm. the power. That's where the that's where the peace comes from, friend. Is when you make that decision, you know who your redeemer is. And even if your body, even if the situation doesn't turn out the way you would want it to, you still know that he's there, that he cares, he's with you, and he's going to save you mm-hmm. in the end. Right. And so. Let's pray, Father. Well, let, let, remember, we just recently talked about Daniel. Yeah. He prayed for 21 days. Mm-hmm. And then a man 
And I believe it was Jesus Christ yep. appeared to him and said, we heard you on the first day. That's right. But we were detained. Yeah. The spiritual warfare. Oh, Father, we, we come to you and we, we ask you, Father, to hear our prayer. And Father, we ask you and we say to you, thank you. And oftentimes, Father, that seems so trite to me just to say thank you. But I don't know, the other, I don't know any other words. Father, we are, we are your children. You are our Father. And we call you Abba. Abba, Father. And Father, we ask you to be mindful of, of all of these that are on the prayer wall, Father. There, there's so many concerns, we can't even name them all. We, we pray that you would bring healing and peace and strength and comfort to, to those people. Have mercy on them. And Father, we pray that you would bring reconciliation in families and that you would bring healing and that you would bring, bring, bring restoration. Father, fix that which was broken. Make straight that which is crooked. And Father, we know that you, nothing escapes your notice. We know nothing is beyond your arm's reach. And we know nothing is too difficult for you. So demonstrate your mighty power in our presence, Father, not for our glory, but for your glory. Bring healing to these people that are, that are crying out to you, crying out in your name, crying out in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So, Father, we just thank you for being mindful of us. Thank you for being considerate of us. We thank you for all of our blessings, Father. We thank, we're blessed and highly favored. We're blessed beyond measure. We're blessed in abundance. We have all we need. Amen. But, Father, we, there are struggles. There are people. Your children are struggling with many issues, Father. And, Father, we know that this world is not our home that we're just passing through. We're just changing addresses and our new address will be your address. And so we're thankful. But we thank you most of all for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You said for loving us so much that you sent him to die for us. And through Jesus' death on our cross, we were redeemed. We were brought back from sin when we had no hope. And now, Father, we have assurance of a home with you and through the blood of Jesus, we have forgiveness for our sins. Thank you. And Father, we, we look forward to the day when we see you face to face. We look forward to the day when we will be known as we are known. And we, when we will see clearly. And we, we, hope, we pray, Father, that we have a home with you forever. And that is our hope and that is our prayer. And we ask all of this we wait, as we wait on you because we have confidence in you. We trust you. We have no place to go, Father, but to you. And so that's what we do today. And we ask all of this in the sweet and precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, your Son and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tata. Hmm. It's an honor to be with you. Thank you. It's an honor to be with you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, friend. We love you. We're with you. We're praying for you. And you know what, Tata? The best thing to do to help you know that you believe is to spend time in the Word Amen. and decide who God is before the thing happens. That's right? right. And that means you need to start when? Start today. You need to start today.
Jesus I have seen He conquered death Our victory to bring Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together. 
via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.